After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Championing the core conservative principles of limited government, individual liberty, free enterprise, and traditional values. This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, homeschooling the kids. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And if you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and Follow me on Twitter, at John R. Whitmer, to get all the latest updates on the show. So, she said it more covertly than Virginia gubernatorial candidate Terry McAuliffe did, but the message is the same. Kansas Governor Laura Kelly believes curriculum decisions are for school officials and and parents should butt out. Joining us now to expose what the governor really thinks about a parent's role in their children's education is Dave Traubert from the Kansas Policy Institute. Dave, Happy New Year. It's nice to have you back on the show again, my friend. Thanks, John. Same to you. It's great to be here. So uh, (laughs) you got to love Laura Kelly, Dave. Uh, She told the Kansas City Star she thinks the legislature should, quote, leave curriculum issues to districts. And basically, government knows best. I mean, that's basically what she said, right? Yeah, well, I mean, that is Governor Kelly's um, view on the world, that government knows best. You know, it's it, it's it's so ironic that she says the legislature should stay out of it, uh, not only on curriculum issues, but my goodness, uh, we have more high school kids below grade level in Kansas than we have on track for college and career and and she says the legislature, you know, shouldn't be bothered with that because she calls that a solid education system. Yeah, this really shouldn't surprise anyone. I mean, this these are the people who got her elected. This is where the bulk of her fundraising comes from is the unions and the teachers unions and whatnot. Last month, when asked about legislative proposals to ban the teaching of critical race theory, for example, uh, she she said critical race theory was, quote, a nothing burger that's been cooked up to get people up in arms about something that's not real. So, I mean, clearly she's, you know, following the NEA uh, playbook and and just towing the line of what the National Education Association is telling her. Um, But, I mean, you tell me. I've seen the USD 259's guidelines that they had on their website before they took them down, Critical race theory isn't a nothing burger, despite what Laura Kelly would like us to think, right? Of course it's not a nothing burger. That's that's insulting, frankly, to the uh, parents who have found the proof. You know, she wants to argue over semantics, whether it's in the standards or not, or what you call it, diversity or equity or critical race theory. Forget about the label and just focus on what they're actually teaching. They're teaching kids that they're racist if they're white, yeah, just by virtue of being white, they're teaching kids of color that they are oppressed and don't have a chance to move forward in the world. That is nonsense. They're pushing gender identity. They're encouraging transgender transformations in the way that they're pushing things. And everyone's entitled to their own opinion on that. But parents object vehemently that their kids are subjected to it and they have no say over it. So, of course, they want to they want to get involved. They want change. And that's, I think, a big reason why we saw an awful lot of new school board members elected in November. No, you're absolutely right there. And uh, you mentioned it earlier. I think you're right. She called it a solid education system. But according to 
the Kansas Department of Education's 2021 state assessment results, 47% of high school students are below grade level in math. Only 20% are on track for college and career. Uh, I mean, those are bad numbers. How can she, you know, say it's a solid education system with a straight face? Is it just because voters in Kansas don't know these numbers? Is that how she gets away with that? Well, Governor Kelly and, and uh, you know, a lot of politicians uh, are not constrained by the truth. Uh, <laughs> the education community in general has gotten used to decades of being able to say whatever they want. And anyone who questions it is asked, why do you hate kids? Yeah, I've what had that you happen. have against teachers. You, you've heard the same. You've gotten it, John. And, and so they're used to getting their way just by saying whatever they want. Uh, and sh- and they also know that media is not going to dare question what they say. So it's, you know, the, the truth just doesn't get in their way. You are absolutely correct in that, because if you do dare to question this or, or bring this up as an elected official in particular, that is what they do. The red shirts, the, the KNEA folks will come after you for hating kids, for hating teachers. And, and you know, as someone whose mother was a teacher, whose sister is a teacher, my daughter-in-law is a teacher. Uh, yeah, they don't care about the reality. That's that's just how they brand you. And and the 2021 ACT results are equally dismal. Only 21% of Kansas graduates are college-ready in English, reading, math, and science. So the numbers speak for themselves, and yet they just ignore the facts and spew their rhetoric, as and unfortunately... That's what's not getting out to the public, and I don't know how we fix that. Well, it it's, it is getting out, John, and, and again, I think that is uh, that's one of the main reasons that we had so many people running for office this year for local school board elections. I talk, I can't tell you how many people I talked to who said I never thought I would run for anything, but I feel compelled that I have to because this situation is so bad. That's because people found out when they they first found out how their kids were being taught when the schools said, go home, stay home, remote learning. We don't care if it works or not. They found out what was going on and then they started digging in and all we had all the information out there and and a few media outlets like you uh, are telling the truth about what's been going on for decades. And people woke up. They could see the trends. They could see that achievement was getting worse, not better. And they could see that education officials would not tell the truth about what uh, about student achievement. So it is getting out. There's still a lot more that needs to be done. Uh, There's still a lot of people who don't understand. Maybe some of them kind of know it, but they don't want to believe it because, my goodness, this can't be true. But it is, unfortunately. Do you think this is all a result of the the lockdowns and, and parents that were then forced to, to get more, to become more involved in their children's education? Do you think that's what's opened up eyes about, you know, to, to the plight of the education system in our country? Do you think that's maybe a positive result of all this? It, I, I'd say it is. And, and, you know, it was moving in that direction, but there's no question that we, you know, we owe schools a big thank you for for the way that they treated people uh they they rejected parents they they didn't didn't really care whether kids got educated or not in fact you know i've asked i I don't know how many school board members and state school board members how they determined what what data what methodology did they use to determine that the possible health benefits of all their covid restrictions outweighed the known educational and emotional consequences of those decisions and you just get deer in the headlights they don't even think about it that way well there's There's also pressure yeah there's just pressure to go along exactly and these are political decisions they're not medical they're not educational they're political i was going to say that's the it's the pressure from the national organizations and i think that is really what this has come down to is they set the scientific, you know, for, for all the side that it kept all along saying trust the science, so many of these decisions were not science-based. Dave, I, I appreciate you coming on. Um, I found this article from your website, sentinelksmo.org. 
you guys at the Sentinel in particular put out such good information. I highly recommend folks go there and and you know re- you've got some great articles there. That's the best place for for folks who are interested to go and and subscribe and get information. Correct. Yeah, well, thank you for saying that, John. Uh, the Sentinel is a free publication. You can sign up and get the uh, weekly newsletter. You can get the stories there. We publish several stories a week. And the, the organization is dedicated to holding media and government accountable. Uh, and so that you're going to get a heavy dose of that there. Dave, I appreciate you, my friend. Have a, a happy new year. I, I'm sure as the legislature kicks into session, we will have you on again, my friend. Looking forward to it, John. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you much. Happy New Year. We'll be taking your calls at 845, but coming up after the break, tax expert Michael Austin will discuss Governor Kelly's attempts to buy votes with socialist-style redistribution policies. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. KNSS is connecting vets with our veterans' news and salute to service, a year-round effort providing information and recognizing the exceptional efforts of our military veterans. Read our veterans' news articles now at knssradio.com, brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner. Jimmy's Family Diner is now hiring, seeking cooks, waits, full-time, part-time, offering flexible hours and competitive pay. Apply at either location, 3111 North Rock Road or Harry Street, west of Hillside. Military discounts seven days a week. Jimmy's Family Diner. Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their own on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com slash careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. Exergen agrees with a just-released study by the FDA confirming that non-contact thermometers are not accurate and that their labels contain false information. Be sure. Be accurate with Exergen thermometers. Backed by over 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. I'm attorney Gary Patterson. At Patterson Legal Group, we handle personal injury cases every day. This doesn't mean that we treat you like a number. We know that your case is special and you have specific needs, concerns, and questions. I'm attorney Tyler Patterson. When you hire us, we dedicate a team of professionals to handle your case from start to finish. We strive to treat you like family. Why Patterson Legal Group? Because family matters. There is a line where civil disobedience is an obligation. Dana Lash is going to war. Peaceful. Like, I don't want to hurt people. So, like, protesting? Yeah, you better believe I'd be. Uh Uh-huh. See, it's my moral center that keeps me from acting on my worst impulses. It's not the law. I feel very joker about that. (laughs) Okay. The law is something that people who are corrupt pat themselves on the back about because they know they're not going to follow it, but the good people will. The Dana Show. All of a sudden, now we're the Batman movie. I thought my jokes were bad. Weekdays from 11 until 2 on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at 4. Donchich. The step back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Odyssey celebrates Father's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. When it comes to climate, time really is running out. We cannot run from this change in climate. That cold air. Temperatures will be falling. We must face it head on. Climate Cooperation is the only way to get this job done. There will be tough times ahead. The chance for snow. Some freezing rain and ice out there. We'll keep you updated as conditions worsen. Colder air continues to come on in. And when they get better in the spring. We'll stand climate change. This is 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. 
This is the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Let me tell you how it will be. There's one for you, 19 for me. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, you can always visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show well, it looks like Laura Kelly has come up with her own version of Biden bucks with a recent proposal of 250 or $500 payments to all Kansas taxpayers. It seems she's taking her election year legislative agenda straight from the Aaron Coleman socialist playbook. Joining us now to analyze the governor's latest election gimmick is tax expert Michael Austin. Michael, Happy New Year. It's nice to have you back on the show again, brother. Happy New Year, John. How are you? Fine, thank you. So, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, but I mean, I read this, I saw this tweet, you know, from her. He rolled this out, following you know the other the, the sales tax on food deal, and uh, this one is is simply socialist redistribution of wealth 101, isn't it? I mean, taking hard earned money of working Kansans and giving it to Kansans who choose not to work. It's pretty straightforward what it is to me. Am I wrong? It is pretty straightforward. You know, as an economist and, and, you know, next state treasurer, there's always a quote I love thinking about, which is a wise man once said the first lesson of economics is that there's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, you think While the first rule of politics says to ignore the first rule of economics. <laughs> and so nowhere I think is this more clear than Laura Kelly's quote, please forget that I shut down the economy, unquote, policy. If Laura Kelly truly wants to help Kansans, I think she needs to stop taking cues from Joe Biden's fiscal playbook. It just doesn't work. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And as I started digging into this cockamamie proposal, it, it's just and don't get me wrong. If you, if you I, 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 as, I don't know if you heard my the segment earlier, we talked with with Dan Hawkins. I don't like the idea of a two billion dollar surplus lying around because. I've been in the legislature, and anytime they have extra money, they're going to be you know, too tempted to want to spend it. That being said, spending it by giving it back, you know, giving it away without any means testing, without any you know, qualifiers is not the way to go here. There's, there's no means testing in this proposal. So a, a multimillionaire gets $500, and the guy who pays zero taxes but files a return also gets a check courtesy of the Kansas taxpayers. It just it makes no sense to me. I think that's definitely one point. So you're effectively, you know, she wants to take tax dollars from hardworking Kansans, and then she wants to give it to those who choose not to work. Right. Um, yes. That is most certainly a concern. Um, but I'll tell you what I think is biggest, the biggest concern. Um, while I am, of course, all down for tax relief, I have to think that it has to be done the right way. And this type of policy is like thinking, you know, thinking it's fine for the government to send out checks without reducing waste is like thinking you can drive cross country without an oil change. Uh, such a policy is a textbook, Econ 101, textbook formula for overheating the economy and creating an inflation crisis. Um, and so when you think about the fact that you know, so many Kansas families just don't have enough money to buy the same goods as they did a year ago or two years ago, you know, this rebate is just going to make governments even more bloated and exacerbate the inflation crisis, especially when a time that the inflation crisis needs to be tampered down, not ratcheted up. Well, and there are so many other better ways that they could do this. I mean, I, I obviously, as the guy who ran an attempt to lower the sales tax on food 12 times, I like that idea. I like the idea of eliminating income tax on Social Security income. You know, there are things that you could do in that regard. There are other ways you could lower the sales tax, for example. Um, but this just seems like, I mean, what you're doing here, this proposal in particular, doesn't include any you know, plans to cut government growth or cut spending. So she's sending checks without paring down government. It, it just it 
it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because eventually you're going to run out of other people's money to give away. Exactly. And the state government budget is always is already the biggest it's ever been. I believe it's at a record setting eight billion dollars. Um, and you have to think about the, the, the economy that we're in, as, as horrible as it is, the fact that we're spending so much money, the fact that we're not saving enough, that we're taking out loans, that people aren't working. That's all a feature of big government policy. So when you think bloated government got us into this mess, the only way out is to fix bloated government. Um, you know, when I advise legislators on how to find government waste, so many gave excuses because they weren't willing to put taxpayers first. And so as a result, I had to write a state budget uh, looking for and finding a billion dollars of wasteful spending. It can be done. You Kansans just want someone who's qualified and, and, and not willing to uh, play election games, but really want to get the hard work of making people better off. Well, and shouldn't part of that money, you know, as Dan mentioned, it shouldn't part of that money be used to pay down the capers debt to ensure Kansas workers have a reliable re- retirement plan? Yes, yes. You know, I'm running for state treasurer, and, and, and a Kansas state treasurer kind of oversees the Kansas public employee retirement system. So this is that public pension plan. And right now it's in dire straits. Yes, it's improved in the last couple of years, but compared to uh, uh, other states in the country, it's still below average. And that's all because, you know, state government, by and large, hasn't been paying its debt, hasn't been paying down that debt, hasn't been keeping its promise to Kansas retirees. So if we really want to find a use for that, you know, $2 billion surplus state uh, government has, then why don't we do it and keep our promises to our police and our fire and our state workers? Uh, Let's do that, and then let's find ways to cut government waste so that all Kansas families can be better off from it i don't know michael there's no waste in government come on you you mentioned that you're <laughs> you mentioned that you're running for state treasurer uh i i how is the campaign going i mean i obviously you haven't had, probably had much over the christmas holiday but things are ramping up now uh, how's things been going you, you're gonna have the january campaign finance numbers come out how are they gonna look uh so far you know what i am just Gosh, sorry, I had to take a moment here. Um, I've never run for office before. Uh, you know, kind of like, you know, your conversation in the last segment, I was one of those parents who just felt compelled to do something because, you know, when, when school shut down, when government overreached, when they took away our freedoms, I felt like I couldn't just sit down on my laurels anymore. I had to do something about it. And I've had the privilege of having a good education here in Kansas and being a, a trained free market economist. So I want to put those skills to the test. And so every day that I'm out there uh, across Kansas talking to folks who've been in a similar situation like I am, who want government to be paired back, who want their freedoms restored and their money respected, um, I'm, I'm I'm to the moon in cloud nine. So this is an amazing opportunity. Um, and every day is a step in the right direction. So I'm, I'm, I'm more than happy. Well, if folks are interested, if they want more information, if they want to volunteer or donate, the, uh, the website is austinforkansas.com. And that's F-O-R. It's not the number four. If they want to get involved and get some money to you, that kind of stuff, that's where they can go, Correct. That's right. You'll need an economist as your next state treasurer. And so I'll work to push back on that spending problem Laura Kelly has and try to give Kansas an honest perspective on the challenges that we face. I appreciate you, brother. Have a uh, glad uh, glad to have you on. Make sure you stay in touch as the legislative session kind of kicks into. I'm sure we'll talk to you again. I'm sure. I'm sure you will. Thanks, brother. We're going to pay a few bills when we return. Sedgwick County Republican Party Chairman David Thorne will join us to discuss their upcoming 2022 kickoff and the party's plans as we prepare for the 2022 elections. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Mike Seltzer Jewelers would like to thank you for another great year. Since 1950, Mike and his staff have been serving Wichita for all its special occasions with the largest inventory of diamonds and fine gold jewelry. From custom design for engagements to anniversaries, Mike Seltzer Jewelers will be there when you need just the right gift. Mike would like to wish everyone in Wichita a happy and prosperous new year. Mike Seltzer Jewelers, 2929 North Rock Road in Comaterra Center and at MikeSeltzerJewelers.com. 
Odyssey is looking for an experienced digital and radio account executive to join our team. Odyssey seeks an experienced, self-motivated sales professional to develop and sell advertising and marketing campaigns to new and existing clients with an emphasis on new business development and digital sales. The account executive will use a wide variety of Odyssey's products in their portfolio to solicit businesses for advertising in their on-air, non-traditional, and digital platforms. If you are interested in a career in radio, submit your resume to odysseyinc.com careers. We are an equal opportunity and affirmative action employer. Bad decisions limit future options. Make enough bad decisions and you'll destroy your life. Listen to The Flotline with your host, Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30 on KNSS. The Flotline describes a main line of resistance in your soul built on God's Word. Join us every Sunday for 30 minutes of inspiration, motivation, education, all without manipulation. That's The Flotline with Rick Hughes, every Sunday morning at 7.30, right here on KNSS. Weather brought to you by Rustiac Ford. A few high clouds around this evening. We'll see those high clouds overnight as well. 15 degrees for the overnight low with a light south wind of 5 to 10. Plenty of sunshine Monday. The great news here is that temperatures will warm up above freezing. We'll be near 42 in the afternoon, a south wind at 5 to 10. I'm KNSS meteorologist Rodney Price. Fox News, I'm Kathleen Maloney. Two people still missing in the suburbs near Denver, Colorado, after a wildfire that's under investigation. If there was uh, any form of uh, deliberate uh, or, uh, or, or accidental arson, I, I fully expect that any of those responsible will be held fully responsible under the law. Colorado Governor Jared Polis, nearly a thousand homes and other buildings were destroyed. New York City's new mayor, Eric Adams, making crime, especially gun violence, a top priority. There's finally a team together, DAs, law enforcement, the prosecutors, all coming together, identifying the shooters, the gangs, and taking down those crews. At a roundtable on gun violence in New York's Harlem community, Adams says he expects to get results. America is listening to Fox News. Stephen Ted Mornings. Comic books. This one originally sold on newsstands for just a dime back in 1939, but now a rare copy of a Superman, Superman yeah. 1 comic book has sold for $2.6 million at auction. Oh, my. The cover shows the Man of Steel leaping over tall buildings. The buyer paid much, off. Much like Superman himself wants to keep his true identity secret. Ah. The buyer was seen changing clothes in a phone booth later. Wow. Even though there are no phone booths anymore. Stephen Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Of course, amid lashing out at her own employees, Kamala also found time to redecorate her own office. White House office decor tips with Kamala Harris. Help is here. And Sean Hannity. Her office was in desperate need of a makeover with carefully curated art pieces, all white furniture set, brand new light blue color for the walls. She puts it all out there. But don't worry, Harris says. This is a moment of real consequence for America. I have to agree. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98. 7 and 1330 KNSS. Duct tape alert. The Glenn Beck program. What you are about to hear will, it can make your head explode. But you might pray for that. So maybe you don't wrap your head in duct tape. Mornings from 9 until 11. Joe Biden has warned of a winter of severe illness and death. Which is, you know, the kind of the fun stuff that you like to hear from the president. Can we click our heels? Is there anybody with me? Can we just go back to sane places? 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. There is a line where civil disobedience is an obligation. Dana Lash is going to war. Peaceful. Like, I don't want to hurt people. So, like, protesting? Yeah, you better believe I'd be. Uh-huh. See, it's my moral center that keeps me from acting on my worst impulses. It's not the law. I feel very joker about that. <laughs> okay. The law is something that people who are corrupt pat themselves on the back about because they know they're not going to follow it, but the good people will. The Dana Show. All of a sudden now with a Batman movie. I thought my jokes were bad. Weekdays from 11 until Two on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Live Sunday nights. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS.
Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You can always listen to us by downloading the Odyssey app or telling your smart speaker to play KNSS Radio. If you ever miss an episode, just visit knssradio.com. You'll find links to podcasts of all our previous episodes there. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show well, Kansas Attorney General Derek Schmidt, our next governor, by the way, will be the keynote speaker, as well as Republican and legislative leaders, at a uh, an event coming up here on uh, Saturday. That's next Saturday, the 8th. It's the 2022 Republican election kickoff it's coming up Saturday, the 8th at 11 a.m. Joining us now to give us some more information about the event is Sedgwick County Republican Party Chairman David Thorne. David, Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us tonight, my friend. Happy New Year, John. It's going to be a big one. Well, yeah, tell us about it. I mean, it sounds like you got, you know, obviously, you got the next governor going to be with us, but you've got a bunch of other leaders from the the Republican Party going to show up. And this is kind of the the kickoff to remind folks, hey, we've got an election coming up, and this is, a, this is a big one. It's an important one. We've got to get Laura Kelly out. We saw the results of the last elections, and we don't want those kinds of consequences again, right? That's right. Well, we have legislative leaders as well. Uh, we want to make sure we understand what our legislators are facing moving into this session. Uh, hopefully the last session in a while where we have a Democrat governor. Yeah. And the key about the session is that there are a lot of priorities, a lot of things going on, but it all comes back to the budget, to the economy, and what we can do to better the quality of life for uh, Kansas. At the same time, uh, we need to get a Republican governor in office. Uh, we we learned a few things in 2021. I'll tell you, John, with all the successes and the you know, turning some blue precincts red and all that's great, we're going to have to multiply efforts by tenfold to accomplish what we need to get done this year. So now what better way to start than to kick it off January 8th, right before the uh, legislative session hits, get our, our future governor in to talk about his vision, his branding for what's going to happen this year. And let Time to get all in sync and get moving. Well, and, you know, David, uh, Wichita, sadly, and this, I think, is part of Laura Kelly's legacy, but Wichita has become an abortion travel destination for out-of-state women seeking to end their pregnancies. This, yet another reason to just underscores the importance of passing the Value Them Both Amendment this fall, and I'm sure that's something that also we're going to reemphasize again on Saturday and probably all this year, Right. Every week. You got it, John. Every week. Value them both is a huge piece of what has to happen in Kansas. We're not an abortion state. No. And yet we look like one of the most uh, vibrant states for the abortion industry. It's terrible. It is horrifying. It is a tragedy. You know, the other day, the governor had the uh, flag go to half-mast when Kansas COVID-related deaths hit 7,000. The first question I had in my mind was, I wonder how many abortions have happened since the pandemic started in Kansas. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot more than that. And we should have our flags at half mast until we've properly protected those unborn. No, she's proud of that. I mean, I, I, I think I've shared with the listeners before that I get daily, uh, I get lots of emails from show bookers and uh, other entertainment bookers throughout the, the country soliciting stories. You know, hey, here's my guest. Have him on your show, yada, yada. But I would say at least once a month, I get a show request from someone from the Trust Wichita Clinic uh, who wants to come on the show to promote the fact that the Trust Wichita Clinic is leading the way with Kansas abortions. And we're welcoming Texans into Wichita to perform their abortions. They're proud of it. They are literally soliciting media time, trying to promote the fact that they're welcoming out-of-state abortions in Kansas. That's how bad this is. And you're right. We have to do something about it. Um, David, one of the other things that that I think we have to keep in mind, this is going to be a a critical election, but it's not until the fall. In the meantime, we also have to make sure we hold our current local elected officials accountable. In particular, I'm very concerned about what's going to happen with the new liberal-democrat-majority on the Wichita City Council. I, I have heard rumors about what Mayor Whipple has planned. I think I think the 
what he may try and do with the Wichita City Council, obviously there's nothing we can do about it in the short term because there's not another election, but we have to make sure that we're shining the light on them so they at least, because you know the Wichita Eagle's not going to expose it. We have to make sure that we're letting our folks know so that the next time there is an opportunity to replace council members and the mayor, that we're exposing the stuff that he's going to try, correct? Well, it's going to be a very liberal agenda. Uh, yeah. Gone are the days where we're focusing on putting Wichita first in the region, helping Wichita operations and management improve more efficient government services, attracting businesses. It's all going to be about attracting the woke crowd, right? about servicing the woke crowd. And uh, you're absolutely right that we've already seen rampant corruption occur uh, under Whipple's nose. Well, and, and Brandon Johnson, to too. To continue. Exactly. Well, he's instigated part of it. He's part of the problem. And when you have when you have sitting city people on the city council who have already established the fact that there is no moral fiber as long as they can pay themselves and their friends, you have a lot of problems. And oh, I, we'll be shining the light on that every week. I'm so glad uh, you brought that up. Just, just this week they wrote, voted for a pay raise. I mean, they, they – they're already some of the mayor himself is may, already making over a hundred thousand dollars a year, and he just raised, voted to give himself another pay raise. I mean, that's just it's obscene, and it came up on part of the consent agenda. And when the paper bothered to ask him about it, he said, "Oh, what, what, what? I got a pay raise? I didn't even realize that I just voted for my own pay raise." This is the guy uh, yeah, who, people, when he ran, said he was going to be the most transparent mayor in Wichita. And when asked about it by the Eagle, he said, huh? I didn't even know I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look look at Wichita's right now, John. People are hurting. People are trying to figure out how to make 2022 work. People are trying to find jobs, trying to get paid. And here we have a mayor who gave himself a big pay raise and acts like he didn't even know he was going to get a pay raise. Right. Keeping in mind, he's already on the taxpayer payroll as a professor at Wichita State University. So he's getting paid there, and now he's getting paid here, and he pretends like he didn't even know he did it. I mean, it's just so – you can't write – the stuff writes itself. I mean, it's all, – all the while, his PAC is raising money – That is the PAC that his wife runs is raising money to help him get reelected. It's just so and – he, and he covers himself in this cloak of transparency. It's – it's ludicrous. And I think that's why, in particular, we have to have the Central County Republican Party out there to at least call attention to him because you know the Wichita Eagle's not going to do it. Well, we will. And what, what hit me the most is it's going to do a pay raise. Do it in the open. Right. Don't do it in the in, in some side of the consent agenda and then act like it never happened. Right. We all know that you knew you were getting a pay raise. Just be honest about it. Thank you. Yes, Exactly. Um, it may seem a little early, but I imagine you're already focused on recruiting candidates uh, as well, aren't you? I mean, the elections aren't that far away. The filing deadline's June. They're, they're not that far away. Uh, we are recruiting already. Uh, and for, for people interested in being a candidate or being involved in campaigns, uh, being involved in, in the huge value that both push you and I talked about, or being involved in the governor's campaign, all those people, we want you to come on Saturday Join us at our kickoff meeting. Make sure you're attached to us at Sedgwick.gop for our e-newsletter uh, and stay connected. It's going to take all of us together to get this thing moving and to win this year. And there is no other option, John. We've well, got to win. I have shared a link to the event on the John Whitmer Show Facebook page. But again, if folks are interested in volunteering or donating, getting involved, they want more information, they can find it at Sedgwick.gop, correct? That's right. I appreciate you, brother. Have a happy new year. I'm sure we will have you on again as the uh, as the election year unfolds. But in the meantime, carry on the fight, my friend. Happy New Year, John. We'll take a quick break, and then I want to hear from you. Our phone lines are open, 316-869-1330. Give us a call. You're listening to The John Whitmer Show on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. We'll be back right after this. No one ever expects to need a children's hospital. Yet every day, thousands of kids enter a local children's miracle network hospital, many of them fighting for their lives. Donate and show your support for your local children's hospital by visiting cmnhospitals.org. That's cmnhospitals.org. 
kids can't wait for a return to normal. They need our help today. Visit cmnhospitals.org. The problem with New Year's resolutions? They're hard to keep and not so much fun. But if you're looking to make better financial decisions in the new year, here's a radio show that can help you get there and enjoy the ride. Tune in the weekend of January 1st for the premiere of Everyday Wealth with Soledad O'Brien and Gene Chatsky, presented by Edelman Financial Engines. Each week, award-winning journalist Soledad O'Brien and personal finance expert Gene Chatsky will explore how our financial decisions shape our everyday lives and why wealth is about more than just money. They'll be joined by Edelman Financial Engines wealth planners and other guests to help demystify challenges like generational planning, retirement income, and tax-efficient investing. New episodes of Everyday Wealth will air every weekend and will be available on major podcast platforms. For airtimes, visit everydaywealth.com. This month on the 11th, French writer George Perec once said that nothing is happening all the time. But what's happening when nothing is happening? This month, three people spend several days just sitting in one place, watching, listening. A cemetery in Virginia, a cafe in New York, a plaza in Mexico. It's an appreciation of stillness, wandering minds, and the power of observation. That's this month on the 11th. Find the 11th wherever you get your podcasts. Used to be, every sentence began with the same two words. Hey, honey, have you seen my keys? And you were depended upon as a reliable source of information. Hey, honey, is it going to rain today? But now, two other words can be heard echoing through your home. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Alexa. And frankly, that's okay, because being replaced means you can get back to doing what you do best. Get the news and information you need anytime. Hey, keep it down. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Whatever comes our way, weather catastrophes, this is a large and powerful system, we'll keep you informed. You need to be prepared. Before, watch is in effect. Mandatory evacuation. During, pounding this area. This isn't over. And after severe weather. Trying to get the power restored. Some time to dig out of to respond and clean up. We're here for anything you need. We're going to be with you today. We're going to be with you tomorrow. And we're going to be there with you to rebuild. This is what we do. 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Steve and Ted Mornings. I'm sure some people popping the champagne corks tonight. Uh, of course. It, it is not one of my favorites. I just think it's oh, oversweet and, and it gave me one time a heck of a hangover. Of course, I guess that second bottle I should have put down. Overserved again. Overserved again. I guess we'll disagree <laughs> on that. I'm a big you, fan you of like champagne. champagne. Yeah. yeah. Tasty. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Of course, amid lashing out at her own employees, Kamala also found time to redecorate her own office. White House office decor tips with Kamala Harris. Help is here. And Sean Hannity. Her office was in desperate need of a makeover with carefully curated art pieces, all white furniture set, brand new light, blue color for the walls. He puts it all out there. But don't worry, Harris says. This is a moment of real consequence for America. I have to agree. Sean Hannity, afternoons at 2 on 98.7. Seven and thirteen thirty KNSS. Your phone call is welcome at 869-1330. This is the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Welcome back to the John Whitmer Show on 987 and 1330 KNSS. Want to remind you to stay informed with up-to-the-minute news while working from home, tooling around the garage, homeschooling the kids. Just download the Odyssey app or tell Alexa or Google Home to play KNSS Radio. And, of course, make sure you like and follow the John Whitmer Show Facebook page and follow me on Twitter at John R. Whitmer to get all the latest updates on the show. So resolutions, I, I've never been a big New Year's resolution person uh if anybody wants to call and share their new year's resolutions i'd be curious dave do you uh you got any new year's resolutions you make any any i resolve to dot 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 uh i'm I'm like you i'm not a big resolution guy however i was looking around the other day john and i see uh, several books in my in our bedroom i'm like i'd like to read those Ah. i've kind of gotten away from reading you know, just for pleasure. So See, that's one. That's my resolution for the new year: is to read, to read more. Yeah, read, read more. more. Yeah, not not you're not committing to res, you know reading 
X number of books, no. just read more. That covers you. Yes, that covers me. So which... it's like reading on the phone while you're yeah. you know, having a movement. That counts? That counts. You oh, know? Yeah, that's it doesn't matter weak. where you read, right? I mean, <laughs> that's pretty weak. No, but I mean sitting down, actually reading a book I want to read and okay. enjoying it because right, I right. typically find myself you know, watching football on TV. What's wrong with that? Nothing's wrong with that. <sighs> But, you know, you got to keep the, keep the mind working, right? I guess. I guess. What about you? Any resolution? Uh, so, I, I, not really. I'm like you. I don't like, because here's the problem with making resolutions. You break them. Nobody keeps yeah. them. Nobody keeps it. It's like people right. who say, I'm going to join a gym, and then, you know, by March, they've... <laughs> They're like, March. how come I'm spending, I'm spending 30 bucks a month for nothing? I haven't been there, you know, since April. Usually it's, it's like the, yeah. the gym is crowded in January, and by February, yeah, you get true. the place to yeah, yourself and, again. And so. then you're trying to figure out what, why you're going <laughs> to, how to get out of that contract right. you just signed. Um, I guess I, part of me, I try to, try to relax, try to not be, take things so seriously. Yeah. It's like, okay, so I'll give you one I saw. I, I had to write it down to make sure I, I got it all. I'm driving. My wife and I are driving on westbound on Kellogg the other day, and okay. I see this bumper sticker. Yeah. And so I guess if I had a resolution, it would be try not to get a little annoyed by little things. You got riled up by the bumper sticker? I got, I got riled up by a bumper sticker. Okay. And it was. It you was, want to say what it was? There were, well, there were four bumper stickers on this four? one car. Four okay. bumper stickers on the one car. And the first one said Black Lives Matter. Okay. Which always annoys me. Because yeah. as far as I'm concerned, all lives matter, right? Including unborn lives. So when I see Black Lives Matter, it's like, shut up! I mean, all lives matter. Okay. The second one was voting rights or human rights, and okay. I'm like, no, they're not. You know, they're rights of citizens. So it's not they're not human rights. Right. You, they're only rights of citizens. Just because you're, you know, if you're not a citizen, you don't have them. Yeah. Medical rights are human rights. I, I'm like you're. You, I'm sorry, your your rights do not entitle you to the labors of others, nor should you be required to pay for it. But, okay, whatever. I don't even know what that one meant. And then the last one was the flag of Canada. And I'm sitting here looking wow. at this car going, dude, if you feel that strongly, move to Canada. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. Drive and, up north. Right. If to Take your car and your yeah. liberal mindset and your bumper stickers and drive to freaking Canada. <laughs> I mean, it's but so so yes, if I had a resolution, it would be to stop getting annoyed at bumper stickers. You know, gotta, yeah. I gotta let the let it kind of wash off the back, right? Maybe. Have you seen Ted Lasso? Yes, the series. Yes, love the show. Great show. Watching that show, I want to be more like Ted Lasso because he lets everything oh, just yes. roll off. Yes, his back. yes. Nothing gets to him if, yeah. he, if he's treated poorly. Yes, he doesn't react. That be so. So what would Ted what Lasso do? Yes, well. WTSD. There you Probably, go. That, yeah, what would Ted Lasso do? Yeah. What would Ted Lasso I could, I could start embracing that mindset. WTSD. That's, yes. Of course, you could always just go with the classic, what would Jesus do? And right. that would get you there, too. But no, I could see that. You yeah. know, I don't know. I, I guess that would be part of my, because the little things like the, the bumper sticker thing. Yeah. Just annoyed me. It's like, why are you? And my wife does, she gets frustrated with me, I think, occasionally, because you know, something comes on. To, I, I get really annoyed with, like, for example, there's a new Star Trek. What's well, not new? But the Star Trek Discovery. I love. I'm a Trekkie. You okay. didn't know that. I'm a I didn't know. I that. love Star Trek. I've always I've collected autographs, and scripts, and props, and yeah, got a ton of. And there's a new Star Trek series out. It's not new, but it's Star Trek Discovery. Okay. And they've got two characters on the show that are gay and a couple that are transgender, and it's just like, you know, why? Why are we? It's just like every show has to have woke. Right. You know, and it's like, look, I don't care. I don't care. So, but why does every show have to have segments from 5% of the population and then yeah. shove it in your face? It's like, look, I don't care about what your sexual orientation is or what your lifestyle choice is. Just have a show and Just be do a show. Yeah. Right. It's a, but they're forcing it. It's, you know, every show nowadays has to ch has a yeah. check mark. You know, it's, okay, it's going to be this one and then we're going to have that check mark and have that demographic covered and that. It's like, why do we have to include that? If it if it makes sense, include it. If it doesn't, yeah. who cares? Right. And it just annoys me. I can see so that. So maybe my my resolution should be not to get annoyed. Well, that's a good resolution. And that won't last. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, you can try it for a few weeks, John, and see how it goes. And it won't last. You know, next time you see a Chiefs bumper sticker in front of you, you know, and you try not to lose it since you're a Broncos fan. And <laughs> Yeah, that's gonna last. That's you know, you know when you know the upside with that is once the playoffs are over, then then I I'm done. You have, yeah, you, no, then, more, no more stress. Right? Then I can get annoyed when the Jayhawks lose in basketball, <laughs> like they inevitably do. I mean, it's I don't know. It's 
<gasps> you know, since you're a Trekkie, yes. this might be going off the path a little bit. But okay. I, I watched a great show the other day on Amazon about uh, William Shatner's trip into space. Oh, yeah. Highly recommended, especially since you're a Star Trek fan. I have I have met Bill Shatner. Is that right? He is awesome. Seems he is like awesome. It. I, I see, again, I told you I collect the autographs, and so when I was a younger, I used to run the Star Trek convention. Oh, didn't know that. And so yeah, I got to meet a lot of them. The only one I've never met was Patrick Stewart. I would l- still love to meet Patrick Stewart, um, and I never got to meet DeForest Kelly, who played um, Doctor McCoy. Yeah, but Bones. I've met I've met Bones. Yeah. Um, damn it, Jim. <laughs> I'm a doctor, not a construction worker, right. not a radio talk show host, but no, I, I've met almost all of the cast wow. from the different series, and I love, I mean, I've always been a, a Trek fan, and there, apparently there's a new series coming out now, a new Star Trek that's about the original, original oh. Enterprise crew with okay. Christopher Pike, I, I, I think it's wow. coming out here later this year okay. on, on the Paramount Plus network, streaming network, so I'm looking forward to that, but yes. Yeah. Yeah, Bill Shatner's an astronaut. Go figure. Yeah, he he got very emotional about it. And really, it's just a it's a it's a it's about an hour and a half, and uh, yeah, he just gets real emotional about it. He was so excited. His his family was not thrilled when he told them about that doing he was, that he was going to do this. Really? Yeah, were they just worried about worried his about his health and his safety? You know, he's ninety years old after all, which he doesn't look, by the way. No, he doesn't. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's just a great piece, and how much he enjoyed it, and what it meant to him. So he's he's actually one of the few. I mean, some of the actors are very persnickety uh-huh. uh, about you know doing appearances, signing autographs. Uh, it's very interesting when you get to be one on one with them at events, for example. I bet. And what their fees are. Some of their fees, like Shatner, for example. Now this is these numbers are old. I the last time I had to deal with him was probably fifteen years ago. Okay, or maybe twenty. And I think he was twenty five thousand dollars for just the appearance. Uh huh. Usually would speak for about an hour, and then he'd do an hour of autographs. Wow. And it was however many autographs I can do in an hour, and they're fast. You know, I mean, he's yeah. boom, he'll crank them out. But some of them, like Brent Spiner, who plays Data is very crowd he, he doesn't like crowds huh and so he doesn't i mean you you literally you hand your item to a person that person puts it on the table he then assigns it hands it to another person and then hands it back to the patron really he, he doesn't like people he's wow and, and let's keep talking about social distancing yeah um but some of them are very you know they'll walk the, the trade floor they'll meet people they'll shake yeah. hands they'll take pose for photos and some of the actors really don't want to it's very interesting to get to spend one-on-one time with them away from crowds right versus what they're like i can imagine do you yeah. have a did you have a favorite uh, person you met um <sighs> mrs roddenberry gene roddenberry's wife oh, okay. was very cool really um i got to go out to dinner with uh with george takai Su- oh, wow yeah um we went to dinner he was he was very personable yeah um don't talk politics because he's you know <laughs> yeah, right politically opposite of me but uh he was very cool very personable michael dorn who played wharf um, the Klingon from the Star Trek Next Generation. Yeah. He was he was great. He was Got, cool. I brought him to Wichita for a convention a few years ago. He was a blast. Wow. There you go. I've just now nice. exposed my whole <laughs> secret dark life as a Trekkie. Oh, my goodness. What That's have right. I done? Well, there went, there went that whole illusion. Tune in next week. We, we will not talk Star Trek. In the meantime, carry on, fellow deplorables. Mike Seltzer Jewelers would like to thank you for another great year. Since 1950, Mike and his staff have been serving... After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device. Credit service ported. 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier. And timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months.